I started watching the X-Files recently because I'd never seen it. And it's like, it's a good show, but like the effects from back then are just so terrible. You know, and it's hard to like, because you're, we're spoiled now. Because we have everything we want. But then we go back then and just every effect that you watch, well, cutting edge for its time, is just like awful looking now. Is, is it distracting? Do Does it like really effects? take you out of the mm -hmm. engagement with the story? I, 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 I think what actually takes me out more of the story is that it's like, uh, the bones of good sci-fi are there, but like, it's kind of like the bones of that sci-fi have been used by other sci-fi shows since then. Right, I'm watching Fringe um, right now, which I think has a lot of X-Files in its DNA, with maybe a more interesting, coherent, overarching story. Yeah, the overarching story of X-Files is kind of neat. Uh, I think their Monster of the Week stuff, though, kind of when they do that, that's actually more interesting for me, but... I mean, Personally. that's like the core conceit of the show, really. Well, there's uh, also this big, like, uh, conspiracy uh, that takes up several episodes every season that they're slowly unraveling, it feels like. I'm only in season one, so I really can't, like... Right. From what I've heard, the potential of that is the most enticing part. Like, it feels like they're building to something really cool, and all the, like, teasing is fun. But once they, like, start really digging into it in later seasons, it's like, oh, this actually sucks. Oh, it does. I think. <laughs> I've never it. seen it, but I know too much about TV I haven't seen because I'm a nerd. I mean, Gosh. at some point, right, like, Scully has to to stop being such a skeptic. <laughs> Maybe. No. Uh, in know. the first season, she's, like, questioning everything. Even when it's, like, obviously aliens. It's like, look, you saw the sh same shit. And she's like, it could be experimental craft. And it's like, what fucking, what leap does your brain take? It was swamp gas. It was swamp Clearly. gas. Listen, just because we, that she was destroys a monster. <laughs> Mulder with logic doesn't mean you have to get on her back. Just because she is an independent thinker. Just because I had a baby doesn't mean that it was necessarily an alien. Oh, you, know where, okay. you know where Scully comes from? Skull and Bones. She's part of it, dude. Oh, man. Is oh. Scully the one-armed man? Scully's the... Fuck. Let's start the episode. Fuck. We've already littered oh, man, three, like, two, uh, two uh, spoilers. We're going to litter a third one. Yeah, I know. Maybe a fourth like, one throughout the rest of the you're, episode. You're spoiling them for me because I have said, said I've not seen the first season. <laughs> oh, I've just like heard so much about X-Files through like osmosis that like I know pretty much everything about uh, it. Should I actually go out of my way uh, to ruin Belton, everything? You had some reforms you wanted to make to the dice rolling process. What? Do you want to highlight what those were? Oh. Nope. Rah, 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 oh, rah. Was my reform that Walter's not in sole control of the dice rolling process? Was that my reform? We can all, yeah, we can all roll the dice. I don't care. Oh. I've just been doing it the last few times. I did want to bring it up because otherwise, how do we know that this shows a parliamentary democracy or not? Okay. Um,. Anybody? Well, this was a mistake because I, I didn't have a dice roll already. So you just do I, it. I, I motioned that Walt rolled <laughs> yeah, a die. <laughs> it's a two, which is Dan. Okay, never Dan. mind. Okay, all That's right, fine. cool. I was pull, I'll just put this deck of cards back. Uh, <laughs> all right, lay, lay on that? me four suits. All right. Oh, which we have not established prior to the drawing of the card. Um. 
right, right. I was going to draw it first and then be like, oh, who's the most spade-like? Hit me up with your best non-automobile-related prompt words. Garlic. Baby. Garlic. TV? <laughs> Baby. Did you say TV? Baby. Be- I, I, you're cutting in and out. It, it happens sometimes. Like, it doesn't pick up that you're talking until oh, you start right. talking, so, so it'll truncate the first. Baby. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and uh, Chessman. Um, well, not platypus. I can't do that. Why? It's no. too obvious. No, we're not doing it. Okay. It's um, house. Okay. <laughs> Garlic baby house. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, guys. I think the D's uh, are... platypus had been better. I think, no, we would do house oh, now. Uh, you guys, we like, can't okay. do change, platypus, evidently. This is already a children's show. Change the word <laughs> to V8, <laughs> steering wheel, and gasoline. That would be really appreciated, actually. Um, Wait, so it's Boss Baby, but with a vampire? I know what the title of this episode is Garlic Baby House. Garlic Baby House. Well, what immediately, <laughs> what immediately jumps to mind is the Cabbage Patch Kids. We, of course, cannot use that because we will be put to death by the executives of the Cabbage Patch Kids company. That's a real problem. Well, I don't want to see these babies. I mean, these babies could be garlic beings, but I don't want them to be garlic. Is it a people. baby or multiple babies? Because Garlic Baby... That's got some Momotaro vibes, yo. A child is delivered to the world from a bulb of garlic. The The garlic prince. Maybe he's a giant baby. It's from a giant bulb of garlic. I don't don't really understand how house works into this equation. Uh, I just heard garlic and baby and I was like, eh, you could kind of roll with that. (laughs) Well, house could be, it could be a literal house, right? Like a thing. It could be like a house as in like a clan, right? Uh, like house garlic baby like a frat maybe in this setting children uh gestate within large bulbs of garlic and they're only grown at this one specific okay. house um, okay and it's like the plantation no that that's uh not that um the garden <laughs> garden 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 the garden yes okay yeah. that's not a not a garden patch but a, a garden just a garden if there is a gentle garlic Prince that comes to this world as a baby. Maybe he's looking for a home. Like like the little prince? Yes, but more like Momotaro. <laughs> Japanese folklore yeah. prince boy of peaches. Fucking teams up with monkeys that talk to him and fights okay, goblins. No, ex- you're gonna have to explain Momotaro because we that was off that was off the uh, peach boy. Camera, the Japanese peach boy legend who arrived in the peach in a river and like saved okay, yeah. Japan be- many times. Because all of you listeners are Japanese, you are very familiar with the legend of Momotaro. Uh, yeah. Right. As an English podcast, we have exclusively Japanese listeners. I'm actually full Japanese. I'm the only Japanese person on the podcast and I received oh. a doctorate in uh, being Japanese from Stanford University. <laughs> really so I think I know. <laughs> I think I know my own heritage. So okay, so there's gar. Okay, so there's garlic babies that are gestating in the garden of this house, and these babies are okay. Actually, all right, it's not the Momotaro. It is. It is the Momotaros. They are uh, the heroes of mankind, and they are brought up to protect us. 
as like sort of maybe guardian spirits that are grown from the earth. Yeah, what if they're like this society's cast of soldiers, these heroes? Or something a little more magical than soldiers, but maybe they like kind of stay babies. Knights? Uh, but, like but garlic just, knights? So garlic has um, antifungal... Medicinal properties. Sort of medicinal properties, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that, I like... So what if they're... What if they're like traveling healers? Like they're sort of like nature spirits, but they are humans. They're they've been brought forth from the earth by whatever the nature deity of the setting is, and they have restorative powers. So they travel the lands treating disease and curing people and healing wounds and I such. I like that. And also so house or home can configure in in that in folklore spirits sometimes have rules around houses, right? Like how you can enter invitations, hospitality. Um, so maybe the, the idea of the home holds a, it's not the place where they came from, but it's, it could be the place where they settle, even if it's just temporarily on a journey. So like a home could be like a village that a garlic spirit or a garlic, uh, healer settles in for a time and becomes kind of like their, medicine person yeah, like it's kind of a special or thing when okay you get a, a garlic boy to stay at your house like that so about this place where they're grown it's a singular place there'd be a lot of politics surrounding that right i would assume so because i mean if people trying to smuggle sprigs of garlic out to grow their own perhaps well and yeah. if there is a power structure that controls it then they're going to want to use these beings for basically their own gain, like by using them as like medics on the battlefield or like personal healers for like the noble families of this society. I want to be more whimsical mm. than that. I want them to just be like yeah. wandering little sprites more so than... Yeah, lore lad, what do they do? I'm going to yeah. say the house it is under the protection of... the. It's under the protection of the sacred nature deity of this world and outsiders can't find it. Unless they're like yeah, the okay. chosen by that. That makes baby. sense. It's like a fairy house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have to go up into it's like in the woods, not in the uh like a mountain forest, let's say. Just well, to it's pick in a, a realm location that at random. Humans normally it's clouded from us. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. What if um what if it's like a thing in this world that if you have a sick family member or something like it, it almost, it's like in an interstice. It's not in a forest. It's in the forest. So like you take your sick family member out into the woods and you hope that maybe you stumble into, if you're judged worthy, this interstitial space where they can I be like healed. That. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so when you so you take them and a lot most of the time you take people to this this place or you go yourself to be healed. And then you come home and you're, you're, you're better. But then a lot of times they can't heal you right then. So they send back with you one of these, uh, a head of garlic to like plant. And then that garlic grows into a caretaker. Get your own garlic child. Yeah. From the forest Mm. house. Yeah. So if your village, like, or just your family even lives in harmony with the land and doesn't exploit it and like when they chop down trees you put them back to grow them again then maybe you'll be blessed by this deity with like a healer for your village like a guardian being but what if you need care now what if you 
don't have time for a sprig of garlic to grow. You have to pay. Well, you have to pay somehow. Hmm. And then also, what if you can't find this place? Well, There's, if you can't find it, it's because you deserve to die in this setting. You right. know, the gods of <laughs> this is actually. Oh, there can be some folk healing yeah. and stuff, but no magical healing without the garlic. Baby. And there's still it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe maybe it's possible to learn how to like ape it a little bit. You know, like a weaker version of that healing, or mm. they have herbal knowledge that they can teach you. So what happens to the garlic babies after they've healed? Uh, the people, their charges that are supposed to heal. Do they live long lives or do they kind of go back into the forest or turn into nature themselves? I like to think they just wander <laughs> the lands. I like to think they're not permanent because the blessing bestowed by nature is one that would have to be continually renewed. Yeah, at right? a certain point they just dig into the ground and have a long mm. sleep. <laughs> well, I had this idea that I think it makes sense that they're like they don't live like very long lives because they, I mean, they're, they're little onion family, uh, creatures. But like, if you, if there are these, uh, garlic sprites, creatures, yeah. these garlic sprites that like, they don't necessarily go back to the forest because like they, uh, they could go back to the forest and wander, but like, like maybe there's this witch lady or like, there's these people that, uh, like invite them into their homes to like learn from them. And so, like, you have this witch that's, like, surrounded by garlic sprites. Yes. Sort of, like, as a halfway house to, like, or, like, an end or, like, a retirement well, home. For, hospice. For so, garlic if we sprites. want to open this setting up, having other magical, either fungal or vegetable people could fit in. Like the, the garlic babies could be just one facet. You world. think so? Potentially. No, I I think I can see where you're going. I mean, it could just be, honestly, that whatever the the deity of nature is in this setting is just very strong. And so there are mushroom people. Like, people, yes. uh, nature, fauna, has given more life than in our people world. People of the field. And you mean flora. Uh, yeah, I did this last time, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we I am not a this. biologist, I promise you, good listeners. Uh, yeah. Uh. I don't know why I like saying fauna more than flora, but yes, flora. Yes. You just remember, you remember, the, uh, you say like floor, like a little, like a little deer is close to the floor, and then it's easy to remember <laughs> the difference. Tuber people could be little, little nuisances. If, yeah, like little pepper people who get in your pants <laughs> and make you itch wow. and shit, <laughs> like little asshole hot pepper people. <laughs> Yeah, those pepper people that? are not pe people pleasers. What about like um? There are like little like weed like sprites, and they steal shiny shit <laughs> from people's houses to impress flowers. Um, oh, I kind of like that. Cute little dandelions walking around, just like uh, <laughs> puffing their little like white stuff. I like it, too, if we limit it to smaller plants and we don't just have, like, tree people because those would come to be, like, iconic of the setting, I think. But having small plants is actually really, like, kind of a neat idea. Yeah, and this world is often underfoot. Well, what if there are no trees? What if the only vegetation is, like, little scrubs and tiny plants? So that's kind of hard because there's so much, like, part of the life cycle of a for like garlic for instance being able to survive 
in the forest is that it has uh canopy cover like it it's not it's protected from the uh imagining like um plant life without trees everything would be really yeah hardier. you're probably it, right you're probably right I, as Lorelad, I am pro tree or pro okay. forest. I think. Um, yeah, the forest but, was a part too that we had kind of decided on. Actually, what could be interesting? And it would be kind of weird to like where? How would you know you're wandering in the forest if there aren't any trees? It's just like we had a bunch of bushes, I guess. State of mind. What could be oh. interesting is if herbalists in this settings can make really potent stuff, but you can't make the stuff without either, I guess, like taking these little living creatures by force and killing them like being really dark or by having such trust and friendliness with these creatures that when they're at the end of their life cycle they come to you and their herbalists can then make great potions with their little bodies oh yeah i like yeah. that they they turn over themselves what, the garlic the garlic people boil themselves in the pot <laughs> goodbye like they just climb into the pot like goodbye forever <laughs> they- <laughs> Picturing something a little more solemn than that. I like, <laughs> the, I like the garlic people. I like the weeds. I like the pepper people. What other what other types of little people would there well, be? I like cranky little tubers, little root root boys. Oh, like little old ass ginger people. Just, just the most crotchety potatoes. Just <laughs> they're all they're all real uh they're all real old souls. So do people in this setting eat That's what I was just props. wondering. Oh god, yeah, I didn't I think, think about they that. would eat Yeah, but not all plants are sentient. Yeah, okay, so maybe potatoes aren't. <laughs> right. Yeah, like rice is almost too small to be like a th- I think I think you kind of have to either limit it to one thing or a few things that are sentient and then and boy do i not want to imagine what would happen if rice was alive oh god just a million god, tiny screaming mouths when you eat a bowl of rice well, they could uh, vegetables could exist like normal like in their vegetable people potentially like you can mm-hmm. be a potato farmer be growing potatoes and a potato and okay. also potato the potato right. sprites yeah is what you're saying. And even like, right. That's why you have to get this garlic from the house in the forest. But if, like, okay. you have, oh, oh. Yeah. Why is the garlic special among the people? Because they heal. You're the one that picked garlic. Uh, but yeah, the medicinal <laughs> properties. Special healers. Right. One idea that just came to me is what if there are lots of vegetable farmers in the land. Um, but say you're a potato farmer and maybe randomly one of your potato plants grows and a, a potato sprite comes out. Uh, a cranky little potato sprite and there's some sort of quest that comes out of that i kind of like that yeah so not all of them come from the house or the woods no i think that that the that in particular is just a very like sacred space that's like very in tune with the natural energy of the world yeah and maybe there's some sort of like fae that like runs it like a like a house mother or something to that effect. Yeah, and so the world could be very bountiful. Like, lots of great vegetables and orchards, and like people really don't have to want for food. But in return for this semi-arrangement with the nature spirit... We kill God, one child no. a year. <laughs> I was more thinking, <laughs> when a spirit grows <laughs> out of your garden, you, you really have to play ball with it. 
and that's what I'm trying to think through is yeah, what the quest you, would be, what the ask would be of these these spirits that grow. You mean like teach it how to play catch? <laughs> you have to raise uh. it as a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tricky, right? Because because we've created a, a a setting here where the the quest you would be given you would think would involve in some way restoring balance to nature, but we've also created a setting where there's not really a need to take advantage of nature right, to create that lack. Such a bro. I kind of like that though. Like just we we already had our eco hell episode. Yeah. We already talked about like yeah, we already talked about yeah. horrific nature being used. No, to I, hurt I don't people. not this like is just it. like a really nice agrarian setting. I, it's fun. Yeah, I, I like it. I just, again, don't know what that would look like. You know, maybe maybe it is literally that. Maybe you have to entertain the potato spirit. Like I he's a guest like in your home. As a guest in your house. Yeah, and you have a little door built into your house <laughs> where the spirits can walk in. You have to, like, make him full furniture. <laughs> well, no, if they arrive at your house at mealtime in, like, a little procession of pepper people, you have to... Post them. Yeah, and then they were going to, like, rub themselves on your skin and make you fucking... <laughs> the peppers are the worst. He likes a little asshole pepper people. I, 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 I was cutting jala- habaneros recently, and... Uh, oh, it's the worst. The juice got on my hands, and it made my whole, like... Because I was, like, touching my face like an idiot, and it made my eyes, like, burn and shit. Yeah. But I just thought... I was like, what if that habanero was a person? There was a little like some- guy... Bumbling yokel farmer, like, gets visited by a spirit and he has no idea what to do. And so he carves a little house out of a pumpkin. <laughs> it's like, that's very morbid. Uh, I don't want to live inside a flesh house. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, hold on. Like, okay, potato farmer. Uh, potato farmer has a potato spirit come out of his farm. What? He's a potato farmer, right? The hell does he serve this potato? Does he serve it potatoes? No, he can't. No, they only eat meat. <laughs> Carnivore. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, yeah, you probably have to do lots of trades with people. Or, like, take them to the village. Well, that makes sense in this setting, yeah, though, yeah. right? Like, because maybe in your village, you're the potato farmer, and your neighbor is the yam farmer, and your other neighbor is the apple farmer. Like, it's bountiful enough that not everybody has to grow the same crop mm-hmm. on their own farm. Okay. There's a complicated economy of complicated uh, economy vegetable of, based traits yeah bullshit to keep <laughs> the vegetable spirits happy because they like other spirits of their same type and if they had it their way like if the potatoes had it their way there would only be potato spirits do not segue this into a vegetable no. race war please I didn't even, look you put that there i thought it was more like a cute conflict but okay yeah we'll we'll the break it, on that. Oh, it's, a, it's cute racism. Oh, just pinch their little cheeks. Oh, what is he? Little spears and pitchforks. Oh. No, the setting must remain whimsical at all costs. <laughs> this is the most uh, comfy setting I think we've ever designed. Yes. Maybe another quest for the spirits. I, I could see a spirit like wanting to see something. I want to go somewhere. Oh, like you have to go on a yeah. journey. Like, oh, yeah. with the spirit. Like the an potato odyssey. potato in your bag? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, like, maybe you have, like... Because he wants to see Mount Rushmore or whatever the hell. Could it be, like, maybe there are humans that the spirits are attracted to, and so they just sort of travel from place to place seeing the world? Yeah. Uh, I want there to be wandering spirits. Yeah. What's So, like, uh, you get a... Uh, you get like a carrot spirit comes in your house, and you're like you don't know what to do because he's not asking you to do anything yet. And he flips through your um newspaper and sees a picture of like Lindbergh, and he points at it. He's like, I oh, he's like, I want to go see, 
I want to go see the guy who flies this crazy machine. You're like, what the, the, the fuck are you talking about? The fascist carrot spirit that loves Charles Lindbergh? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> fascist? Why are you describing Lindbergh Charles Lindbergh was... in the Senate? <laughs> He is kind of a fascist. You pick pick one historical figure figure (laughs) who's, you're like, oh yeah, non-controversial historical figure, Charles Lindbergh. It's really your fault for not picking Amelia Earhart. The idea of these spirits having little, like, fights with fancy. Amelia Earhart, yeah. What's the conflict in this setting? Shut up. Like, because we've described a setting where everything's kind of like cute and whimsical. We don't have to take it to, like, a wartime conflict, but there should be some tension or, like, means for story to happen well there are things to do you will quest but it's more yeah. like a it's like the pokemon snap compared to it's a like pokemon animal crossing black and white, right mm. I'm, I'm struggling with the idea of in implementing conflict that isn't rooted in humans doing bad things to each other to like or control resources which doesn't really vibe trying with the to thing. exploit the spirits I and mean, the spirits can be more mischievous like you already described the annoying little pepper shits mm. god bless them the best characters in this setting. Yeah, like I don't I don't really want to introduce like an industrializing faction. Like I kinda like this without that. Oh, I mean you yeah. could do that, but No, I think it's more unique if it doesn't have it. Yeah. One wrinkle the, the, this whole setting could just exist, right? And it can be self-contained if we want. But there can also yeah, be Yeah, we don't have to fuck with it. <laughs> there could also be seafaring uh pirates who bring evil fruit spirits from another land. Uh oh. No, wait, hold on. The sea people. Uh, now, get, now hold on just a second. Pirates? Magical fruit? <laughs> I'm not sure about this. This would be different. <laughs> this sounds far-fetched. Uh, it won't be different. <laughs> it will not be different. <laughs> it has to be pirates. But in this world we described, there aren't any fruits. It's like all vegetables and greens and stuff. But there could be like really dangerous fruit spirits. We want to have a... F- I'm down with that, actually. Like, maybe you do wander too deep into the woods and you fall under, like, the enchantment of uh, a nature spirit or, like, a sunflower spirit that you just decide to sit down and stare at for the rest of your life. This could be an island. (laughs) And other islands could have different kinds of spirits. So this island is all vegetable spirits, not, like, strong conflict. But the island next door has, like, carnivorous bananas or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there are fruit spirits too we've right, decided not on this island the bountiful like kind of interlopers that yeah. you have to like either yeah. seek out or be brought there and, yeah. and i like that because uh I, i'm thinking that maybe because this original uh like place that we were talking about is entirely vegetable spirits they would think that fruit spirits are like evil or dangerous but the truth is that they're just foreigners oh yes yeah, so a lesson right they or they a lesson against fruit yeah races. they just don't know they've never seen them yeah the fruit the the apple the apple man he he's good he's a good <laughs> guy he's got he's got lots of fiber um good sugar which that exists right yeah it does uh, i mean we need sure. sugar to live <laughs> okay look at the vegan over here <laughs> if if we did want to i mean we could make the animal life in this setting um have also been empowered maybe uh, by yeah. the existence of like this this powerful nature deity or whatever 
Uh, hmm. So maybe they're more, not bestial, but just bigger and stronger and more kind of dangerous. Okay. So okay. you wouldn't want to go, you know, fuck with, like, maybe a squirrel is like the size of a dog in this setting. And oh, jeez. Well, what if there's, shit, bro. What if there's two gods of nature? One for Flora, who's relatively benevolent and kind to humanity, and one for Fauna, who uh, doesn't give a shit about humanity, and they're more... Uh, ambivalent and nasty. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Because for Flora, they thrive with humanity to cultivate them. But the the animals live in direct competition with humanity for grazing space, for all sorts of things. Yeah, and I like that you said, like, just kind of don't give a shit about humanity more so than actively dislikes. The the, Mm -hmm. the society we've set up isn't really going to be, like, sending tons of bison off a cliff in early... No, I don't think they would either, especially because we've established that nature's pretty dangerous, actually. And to go out in it would be, I I don't know, do we want to say tantamount to suicide if you're going by Not yourself? No. But just like dangerous, it, you have to be really scrappy. Yeah, yeah like you'd what, have to be really adventurous and like striking off alone, like, you know, Charles Lindbergh. That's why these quests <laughs> are dangerous, that the veg spirits can send people on. Yeah, that's a nice contrast. You go wandering off yeah. with your little turnip guy who wants to see the ocean, and you have to like run past giant squirrel beasts or something. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, no, that's cool. And like, humanity didn't really like maybe develop necessarily a martial response to this. Like, Instead of, like you said, running bison off cliffs and such, like, maybe it is more about just evading them or luring them away or appeasing them. Right, maybe the sprites can be helpful with that. Like, sprite, if you have, like, some friendly sprite traveling with you, the sprite can, like, distract him, send off some spores, maybe, depending on if it's, like, a little mushroom guy or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, a little lavender sprite that just, like, gently eases (laughs) the gigantic stag. Um, that's falling you to sleep. <laughs> yeah, if your little sprite smells good enough, you can get past the beast. <laughs> your lavender sprite en- enrolls the wolf in a multi-level marketing company. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you and MLM companies? Because we should all go to the New England <laughs> and start a lavender farm. <laughs> you have to be careful. You do have to be careful. Those lavender sprites, they'll, they'll, well, it's the knives, really. Is That's what they're selling yeah. you. And, and like they're good knives, but like, do you need them? I don't think so. Oh man, no, I, I do like this. this world where like the only <laughs> conflict actually comes from things we can't control. Really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like you said, like the 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 fauna god there we isn't go. evil. He's Nailed just it. callous. He just doesn't really like. It's the natural world. If humanity makes it, they make it. Yeah, because we're they only don't. one of his ten million children. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care mm-hmm. what happens to us, you know. But the the vegetables ne- again need us to survive, or at least to propagate, because right. we help them. These gods should be siblings. They should be, yeah, yeah. An like older that. sibling and a chiller younger sibling. And the fauna gods a woman, flora gods a man. Flora gods a man, okay. you think? Yeah, gender bended. Yeah. I'm fine with that. A big garlic guy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, if the, well, if the garlic... The garlic babies are like... If the garlic the, spirits the are the most powerful... Yeah. yeah, yeah, it would make yeah. sense that he kind of would resemble <laughs> them. Like that garlic man. I like 
a big fat garlic man. I, I kind of, I was kind of imagining like a like a monk, like like not a fat monk, but like a, just a monk that just has a head of garlic. <laughs> That's abstract. This is head. <laughs> I imagine like fat garlic Buddha and enjoying exactly. Okay, That's what I was thinking of. No, okay. I'm into that. Yeah. And he's got little garlic flowers. Like his hair is just garlic flowers. Yeah, sure, man. I mean, I, look, I, he just his head's a bulb of garlic. I don't know why we're getting more specific than that. I, like, I want, I want the pun. I just want it. What Give pun? The pun? Hold up. What pun? Hey. Hey. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, Jasmine, Walter, you you gave garlic as the prompt word, and now we've circled back to to garlic. So really, this is kind of all your fault if you think about it. No, I just was confused because he's like, I want the pun, and there was yeah, no pun that came with that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that's about. He does it so often it that out. we never call him on it. <laughs> we never one, call him. He can't keep getting so this, away All of this is fine. He can't keep getting away with it. All this is fine. We have one thing to close it out. Who are their, who, like, who's their progenitor? Like, the god, the, the siblings, uh, Who's who's a, who's before them? Well, Gaia, the life spark, yeah, or they whatever. Arrived yeah. from they, space. They arrived from uh, space. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Uh, I I never find the answers to these questions very satisfying. It's like, well, who came before that? Yeah, I think we should. I think well, we should. I mean, the, focus she said they were on, siblings. Yeah, but like, right, there's fair. a lot of gods who are siblings that Some are kind of just like they've always been there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Some fucking you know Titan shit happens. Because isn't in Greek mythology like a rock opened up? Well, isn't Greek mythology like chaos and like Gaia are the oldest things basically yeah, that exist? Greek, I thought it was Greek like mythology the, the yeah, primordial, yeah. most ancient beings that are the progenitors of all the gods, or like yeah, kind of like core stuff like Gaia, um, Kronos. But there's also the nice. root of just having these yeah. deities come out, of, like just naturally come out of, like what exists and belief. I don't know. Not important. I just want to know about their family life. I want to know about their house. That's what oh, I was going go into. Oh, we have to go back to the house. Huh? It's what the what? setting I is I think lacking. we didn't touch on the house at all. Yeah. I think we should talk about where the house is interstitially in this magic forest. And what happens when you get there? Um, I, I had envisioned something like, like a witch's hut, like in a grove uh, of light that you like stumble into and it's just idyllic and very peaceful. But that was specifically for the garlic house, right? Where they come from. Mm -hmm. Um, that it's like a place free of discord and very calming. Uh, well, could this be garlic Buddha's house? Yes. Huh. Yeah, no, yes. I actually like that. They're like, uh, you know, like they're like representatives. You get to visit like heralds God, yeah. of them. These little, little babies. Huh. And that, yeah, because that's that explains their magic power anyway. Plant gods in his house, all's right with the world. Oh, and maybe part of the reason why there's such a chumminess between the vegetable spirits and humanity is because garlic god wanted a house, and humans built him a house. Oh yeah, the first the, the humans. First quest, the first little quest. The first yeah, yeah, we taught the spirits how to build, like, little houses and shit, and built little shrines to honor them, and that cemented the relationship, and they gave us agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That would explain why why this one likes us and uh, our animal god doesn't really care because we're the only animal that can do agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not the I only like animal that. that can kill and other this, animals. That, that would mean that the vegetable spirits actually make us who we are as a species and they make us whole. And they differentiate us from animals by our association with them. They elevate us to humanity. Yeah. Maybe the real the real treasure was the friends we grew along the way. Yeah. Aw. I like this one a lot. It's a good it's setting. definitely the most wholesome setting that we've done yeah, so we, far. We, we didn't even Studio Ghibli it and introduce like a mega maniacal corporation, <laughs> you know? We we didn't even get to the precipice of introducing mechs to fight off some sort of world-ending catastrophe. <laughs> yeah, where's the hair? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have a good time and build worlds, and I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> uh, this is cute. I liked this one a lot. Hmm. Uh, any closing thoughts, parting thoughts on Garlic World? Garlic Baby World. No. I, yeah, I think Garlic we, we Baby made something House. nice and fully formed. And I'm also, just for context, when I see this in my mind, I'm seeing it sort of like a feudal Japan kind of thing. Just cause, oh, know, it's been inescapable right? yeah. for me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's just say it's like that. <laughs> it's scored with Shakuhachi. That's all I'm hearing. I'm just hearing the Shakuhachi all over the place. <laughs> What's Shakuhachi? It's a and that's it, sort of folks. That's our show. If you like this episode, subscribe Enjoy to us Chessman's, on your podcasting uh, service of choice to get new episodes every Saturday. Feeling saucy? Go ahead and write us a five-star review. That's right. Lie about how good we are. Share us with all your world-building friends. It really helps us out. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. And you can tweet at us, too, at Lorelads, or send a spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and happy world building. <laughs>